You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Dallas After Show. Hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another fabulous after show for Dallas. We are in season one, episode nine, and this is called Family Business. A lot of family business going on in this episode today. My name is Kelly. Unfortunately, AJ couldn't be with us, but hopefully we'll get him to like buzz in with us in a little bit. And we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, we'd like to welcome Brenda Strong, who you guys know as Anne. Thanks for having me. She's round of here. applause, round of applause. And, and, and applause. <laughs> and as always, my lovely co-host, Dorinda Barker. Ryan Allen Carrillo. And we've got a lot to talk about today. It was such a great episode. It was, it's so great. Lots of conscious, you know, everybody doing the right thing. You right. see a lot of emotion, a it lot of It was almost feelings. an angelic episode, if I do say. A little bit, a little bit. And I can't you know, believe there's only one more left. It's the calm before the storm. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, everyone has to come together and everyone will feel for the characters and mm-hmm. then everything's going to just go to hell the next episode. And it's already setting it up, as we saw in the last two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which is excellent. Well, and Bobby, everything going on with Bobby, you know, he's, because we, we wondered in the last few episodes, you know, we really hadn't seen mention of his cancer. So right. All of a sudden, you know, one day he has cancer, he has surgery, and then boom, he's right. he's, fine. On, he's on a horse the next day with you <laughs> looking at the tree, and I'm like, oh, he must, that tree must bring people together. <laughs> so it's the relationship tree. It's yeah. the relationship does, tree. Yeah. It's a love tree. I love it. We were wondering, you know, if that was going to come into play again. So, you know, seeing all of the stress and everything going on with the boys mm-hmm. and, you know, with JR as usual and, you know, the Venezuelans and all of this going on, it's it's really, we're starting to see that it's really taken a toll yeah. on him. It's wreaking havoc on his health. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and you're the wife, so it has to really be bothering you. Yeah, well, especially because he, he um, wants to shoulder the whole thing himself. So right. it's hard mm-hmm. to be the support system if he doesn't let you in. So right. I have right. to go around behind his back here and there taking care of him. <laughs> Which even the cancer, he didn't come out and tell you because he didn't want to, his character exactly. didn't want to stress you he out. Doesn't so want he to does internalize me. everything, mm-hmm. I guess, like most men. Yeah, yeah the strong, silent type. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's trying to figure things out, you know, with the boys and, you know, make things. He wants peace in the family. Ultimately, that's all he really wants. So we that's see... Right. Um, when it starts out, we see John Ross and, um, oh, why is her name escaping me right Elena. now? Elena. Elena. Elena together. And she kind of lets him know that, you know, Bobby loves you and he wanted to, he was going to go against his, you know, his better wishes judgment. and better judgment mm-hmm. and drill on this land to save your life. And to see the look on his face and the way that that resonates with him, it was nice to kind of see that 
more personal mm-hmm. side of him to show right. he has some feelings. He was charming in that scene too. I was he thinking was. I'm like, oh, he was like being cute with her, and you know, mm-hmm. he looked cute too. I'll get him. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a cute scene. I'm like, oh, that was like a great yeah. way to start, you know, the episode off. For it was sure. very you could cute. tell it was whatever what she was saying to him really resonated with him. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he, you know, when they're looking at the plans, because, you know, Elena's got this business that she's doing and they mm-hmm. figure out that they can side drill into South Fork without having to actually drill, you know, on the, on land. the land. Which mm-hmm. is that really possible? It is, but it's much more expensive. Much more expensive. And I'm just following the script. (laughs) No, I think think I'm not an expert, but I would assume going sideways is much less direct than going straight down. I'm just trying to figure out how that even works, but oh well. We need to get a a drilling expert in here. Engineering, it's above and beyond. It is. I was thinking, wow, they have some smart kids. They made kids really smart. There are some smart people on this ranch. Yeah, no, absolutely. But you know, it costs more money. So you see that. After Christopher stood up for John Ross, now you see John Ross kind of sticking up for Christopher and saying, okay, well, let's try this so we can use this the, you know, the oil to pay off the Venezuelans and you don't have to give up your energy rights. Right. And, you know, these stubborn boys being what they are when John Ross and Elena are trying to explain this to Bobby, Christopher comes in, right. you know. He wasn't having it at all. No, didn't you want to hear it? Well, because he's super on the defensive. I mean, after all that they went through, I mean... It, how quickly he things took a are, risk, oh, right? For he him. took a complete risk for him, and now he gave up a huge part of his like whole life that he's like put into his own company. So of course he's like protective, and then mm-hmm. his father and everything else. So yeah, yeah, and he walked in and he didn't know what they were talking about. All he heard was drilling, drilling. in South mm-hmm. Fork, so he automatically thought he was still going to do it even after he'd given up his right. rights. Exactly. And what was, the, what was the great line that Bobby said? He says, if I need to sit you down, son, I will. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I was that like, was that's pretty a great firm. Line. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you know, he took charge of that room, and then that's when he, you know he has what we come to find out is an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, we we think it's from his cancer, but he's still cancer free, luckily. Right. But he gets rushed to the hospital. Everyone's there, and it kind of you know puts this fighting on hold for a second. Everybody takes a step back and thinks. Family's about, always first. With yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. There's nothing like a common enemy to join a family together, whether it's yeah. an illness or a Venezuelan. Right. <laughs> so, you know, either, either way, um, you know the Ewings will always stick together. If they can't fight each other, if there's an outside enemy, they'll work together to. to so fight it's actually that. good timing to have a health problem because you know things yeah. are going to hell and then someone you know has an aneurysm like oh well we'll all come together now thank god yeah (laughs) unfortunately it takes a tragedy sometimes Sometimes but that's true with real life sometimes too right yeah yeah sometimes you know your hard-headedness you you kind of need that shake back into reality to kind of put your priorities back in line right and then the doctor sort of said that it was may have been from the chemotherapy and his blood Mm -hmm. pressure was really low and then he just ready to jump out of the hospital yeah it was high yeah 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 I'm a little jet lagged. (laughs) (laughs) So we see the family kind of all coming together. And Elena again explains to John Ross the severity of the situation because he didn't even know that Bobby had cancer. So, you know, when he realizes that again, I mean, I have to give it up for Josh Henderson in this episode because he had to do a lot of really emotional stuff. And he I think he did it really well in this episode tonight. You see a lot of cuts on his face and everything. too. That's even makes it more difficult, I would imagine. Well, I think he's having kind of a, a, a dark night of the soul in a way because he's having to go against what his instinct is which is to go for the jugular Mm -hmm. and to put that aside and actually do the right thing and then you know Christopher pulls at his heartstrings about the fact that Bobby's watched your back and and I think he's really having an internal struggle about what do I do in this situation I want to make my mark but at the same time I want to 
make my woman proud. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. And I don't want to betray the one man who stood by me and, and you know, been there for my childhood. So it's very interesting um, mm-hmm. conflict. And I think he's playing it extremely well. No, I think so, too. And then, you know, when you... All of that, everything happening with Bobby is just kind of bringing out a lot in, you know, these main characters to figure out, you know, what's important to them. How are they going to do it? And how are they going to save, you know, this family legacy from these Venezuelans? What are they going to do? And then how is JR going to fit into this whole thing? Which he returned. Yes, he came when um, John Ross went and... um, Got a hold of Bum. Right. Who was, was walking like, down the, 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 yeah. the, the hospital the hallway? Hospital hallway yeah. Bum randomly. is just everywhere. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> he, he's like, I don't know where he is, but yeah. you know, he knows where everyone is. He, he, he was looking up. for candy. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or I thought he was maybe dressing up as Santa. You know, put a white beard on him and he'd be good. Yeah, and then I kicked Jr. out of the the bedroom. Love that. Yes, that we are gonna scene. we are gonna like get to that in just a yeah. second. But before we even go there, we you know find out everything that's going on with Sue Ellen because in the last episode, she went against her better judgment for her family to save John Ross, and she bribed the coroner. Because John Ross played at her heartstrings and mm-hmm. said, you've never done anything for me. This is your time. And she goes and she does it. Exactly. And the and poor lady. Yeah. She finds out it was for naught. Yes. Because Christopher walks in and saves the day. And, and you know, it, it's it's definitely, you know, it's such a conundrum when you have a character that you're trying to get love, but you also are trying to pursue your own career and, and your own desires. And mm-hmm. it seems like every character is up against that, especially, you know, I think John Ross and Sue Ellen mirror each other a little bit there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because I mean, I, he does remind me of Sue Ellen a lot and a little bit, of course, of Jr. because he wants to be Jr. And what what did he say? Um, he did say something really poignant tonight. He's like, I always wanted to be him. I tried to, like, that type of deal. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was just so defeated Mm -hmm. at the end when he said that. And then I saw the part where he had those moments that Sue Ellen has. Mm -hmm. Those really... You know, sincere. Mo- that's right. it. Thank you. I couldn't think of that word. And Sue Ellen's worked so hard to change her life and yeah. to, yeah. to wa- walk the side of right, as she mm-hmm. said in the last episode. Right. And I think she really was torn because she also wants to be loyal to her son because she does feel guilty for abandoning him and sending him off to Europe and, you know, everything when he was younger. Right. So, you know, I think she does the right thing as a mother, as a politician, not so much. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the rub is you're a human being first and. and yeah. And I think, you know, and for John Ross, he's learned from the best. He's learned how to manipulate people from the two best manipulators, you know, that he could possibly get that from. So it's interesting to see how all of that works, because initially, I think they all, the three of them, genuinely care about each other, but all they know how to do is manipulate one another. Right. It's like they can't really just come out and say, they need some, a full therapy I need, session. <laughs> you know, oh, wow. I need your help or I love you. It's more like I got to blackmail you to get one, you know, to get what I want. So to see see Sue Ellen and John Ross stop and think about that and really think about what's important is really, you know, it's, it's kind of cool as a fan to be able to see that character development. Right. I like to see that. Well, then there was that whole scene with Sue Ellen and your ex-husband Harris. Yes. Wasn't was, that fabulous? That was an amazing scene. It was probably one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing. First of all, I want a um, Sue Ellen for Governor t-shirt. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> we no, have bumper stickers. Just like he's yeah. like... <laughs> it's true. He's, Dude, exactly. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. He comes across like, you know, 
you know, very poignant everything, but like when he pulled out the bottle of wine and poured it and literally just pushed it in front of her face. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like so Malevolent. insulting. And for anyone, you know, who has like struggled with addiction, like how rude that is to somebody, you know, she's trying to be sober for 20 years, like you said, trying to do the right thing. And mm-hmm. it's just, that was, that was a crazy scene. So yeah. And, evil. And he yeah. wants her to launder money for him. Right. Which I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we had so to rewind that a couple times. Like, what is he asking? Like, it was hard to understand what he was saying right there, but he was I, apparently like, you know, a politician whose accounts are very scrutinized. I would like you to launder money for me. So I'm a little confused on like that whole scene but you know mm-hmm. whatever because doesn't he have a lot of money because of who he i think he's just trying to play games with her or whatever oh okay i mean you were married we, to him maybe yeah. you know a little uh, bit more uh, than i did bad sense of judgment on my part at the time it's, it's all a blur we are waiting for something I, I, we do predictions in the show too and one of my predictions was that there's you have some sort of shady past like from there's uh, there's been some setups there's been you know pictures in the fire there's mm-hmm. been like yes hey, this, this whole relationship with him needs to you know come a little bit more season forward. two Season, season two. two. That's all I can say. Season two. Well, I, I like can't the, wait that long. I like the dynamic that your character's having with Sue Ellen and how she's confiding in you and coming to you for advice mm-hmm. and that it's very non-judgmental. And when she was struggling with this whole thing with John Ross, you told you know, she said, What does that make me? And you told her a mother. Right. Exactly. You know, and your advice wasn't always the the best morality, quote unquote, thing. It was also just like, you know, you are very much a Ewing, I felt too, in the discussions, like especially last week. You guys your conversations together and they bled over to this episode too, mm-hmm. but you you guys have some great scenes together. The thing that I love about my relationship with Sue Ellen is that we are friends. You know, mm-hmm. she introduced me to Bobby. She gave me the best man of, of my life as far as Anne is concerned. And and yet she is in the enemy camp. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hold your friends close, but your enemies closer. So right. our relationship is definitely one of sisterly bonding. Mm-hmm. And even though she's no longer married to Jr., she is still family. And and there is a sense of um, loyalty that that Anne has towards family. But at the same time, she knows that she's part of that side of the family. Mm-hmm. So she kind of watches her as well. As much as she's on her side, she also right. knows that she could turn against my side of the family if push came to shove, if her son or her ex were in trouble. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this interesting cat and mouse tenuous friendship that's very loyal. But if you turn against my side, I'm going after you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's kind of a nice relationship because there is that I'm with you, sister, as long mm-hmm. as you don't turn the knife. <laughs> right. <you know>? right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that was actually a good analogy. It's like some people just love drama, too. It's like a yeah. full, like... That family, like, they could just pick up and move and go somewhere else. But, you know, they're sticking by each other and also, like you said, keeping their enemies exactly yeah. close. So. But even with that last conversation, it makes you wonder, is Sue Ellen going to pull out of the race because of these threats from Harris? You know, he's basically telling her, if you don't do this for me, I'm going to out you with your, you know, this bribe you tried to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So what are you going to do? She's in a she's in a pickle. Yes. Right. She's in a conundrum. Yes. So all, yes. all of a sudden, that glass of wine is looking pretty good about it. <laughs> Exactly. He turned up yeah. the heat. And, right. and when he said, I'm just going to let that breathe. Yes. That's what he's saying is you're going to have to sit with your thoughts now. Right. And mm-hmm. you might want to drink that one. Right. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, he is. I, Mitch is wonderful. I, I have loved him since X-Files. You know, and every time I see him, he always does a different character all the time. I think I saw him on um, Criminal Minds. He mm-hmm. was a serial killer. 
and another one where he's just so great at everything he does. I don't he always think plays I'm, nice guys for sure. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's nice and evil. Yeah. Exactly. Evil, but in such a polite way. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know, I know, that's the worst. Yeah. Evil done with a smile, as we call it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the best way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very calm, you know, really collected. This is what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to do. This is how it's going to play out. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to give me what I want or I'm going to ruin your life. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, as nice as can be. Exactly. <laughs> that's it's awesome. Too much. too much, too much. No, but it, I, I'm really interested and curious to see what, what is she going to do. Is this going right. to push her over the edge? Is she going to take that drink? We've been wondering if she's going to take for mm-hmm. these whole, right. you know, nine episodes. I mm-hmm. would say no. I mean, you just never know on Dallas mm-hmm. anyways. But I would just say that that character, in my opinion, has already been there, done that. Which mm-hmm. I would love to see her drunk falling down the stairs because I live for that in the original <laughs> series. But in my mind, I feel like, you know, they've been there, done that. And it's like, it's, I think you can be just as crazy sober, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm wondering if Anne is going to come to her rescue mm-hmm. a little bit and try to kind of help alleviate that. Because there was kind of a flash to something in the preview for next for the next episode where, you know, there was kind of an unbuttoning of the shirt. What was going on there? <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't see that. I yeah. must have gone to the restroom. Yeah, there was some sort of undressing going on. There was on. a little bit of was undressing. undressing. <laughs> and uh, was that in Harris's office? Where was yeah. that? I'm not quite sure. We'll have to stay tuned for next week. I know. See, we can't ask her predictions. You'll have to tell us before you leave. I know. I know. But, the, you no, know, I wonder. What waiting for. <laughs> that, that, that one is definitely. I am, uh, <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Yes. <laughs> well. After Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> Thank you, Marissa. Oh, yeah. Well, if you know anything about the original series, then you know, like, Dallas is famous for its cliffhangers. Right. So, that, I mean, that's yes. the thing. It always had such fantastic season enders that just, you know, Waiting nail-biting. for season two just going to be torture. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited to see the new scripts. I'm chomping at the bit. Because <laughs> you start in September, which isn't We do. We do. So, yeah. The writers do you, are writing now. Do you oh. shoot everything in Dallas? Or do you yes. shoot some stuff here? Yeah, no, so everything's everything. there. We were wondering that last week. Yeah. So, is it, like, on the street, too, in the city? Or? Or is it like, do they have sound stages? Um, we have sound stages that, mm-hmm. that are the interiors of South Fork because South Fork itself we only use for exteriors because right. of the ranch. Um, and the interiors are kind of a, a museum. Mm-hmm. So, um, so And then we have some practical sets. Like the, the set uh, of Harris's office is mm-hmm. actually in the new opera house. It's beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, we yeah. talked about and how gorgeous Sue Ellen's that is. office is another you know high-rise mm-hmm. close to downtown. Right. And so there's some practicals that the we... The quality of it, we talked about this before, but the quality of all the different shoots are just unbelievable. Like, we have it's such a beautiful like screen. Everything is beautiful and screen. We have amazing production designer and, and amazing art director. It's not cheap, people. It's, it's not cheap. No. Mm-hmm. TNT put some money into this. They yes. definitely did. Yeah, they it's did. beautiful. And the way they've done it is us. And I'm our, so happy. our producer, Ken Topolsky, mm-hmm. knows how to stretch a dollar. So <laughs> as much money as it looks, it's not as expensive. I mean, it's yeah. obviously, right. but but he does an amazing job. He does an amazing well, it job. Shows. It definitely well, shows. you know, if you like to stretch your dollars, like I know I do sometimes, exactly. and I don't want to get out of the house, you can do, if you are an online shopper, like I love to online shop, then you can um, help out your favorite after. AfterBuzz TV crew by going to our site AfterBuzzTV.com and clicking on our Amazon banner and you can shop directly from our site. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It's just one extra click and we get a little kickback for it so you're helping us keep these fantastic shows on and we get to bring in special guests, you know, to come talk about your favorite shows. By private jet. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That was him by private jet. Not me. I I took Burbank. (laughs) Um, And I... (laughs) And I have products 
books on Amazon. So oh, 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 what do you have, have on Amazon? Amazon? What do you have? I I have three yoga DVDs for, oh. for women. Oh, you are, teach yoga, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. who are trying to get pregnant. So. Oh, oh, very nice. So see, you can go to AfterBuzzTV.com, click on our Amazon banner, and you can check out one of Brenda's DVDs on for yoga. That's right. right. So, and you can probably buy Dallas season one. Soon yes, too. And, 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 yeah, yeah, and there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so see, it helps. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. <laughs> My Amazon purchase I'm wearing next week for the finale. Oh, you told me about that. I'm excited I'm to see excited. that. You're yes. going to live. You're gonna live. You're gonna live. So cute. Is it a Dallas memorabilia thing? It may be. Is it a cowboy hat? It may be. You'll have to find out next week. I don't want to spoil it. I know. We've got to all figure out if we're, how we're gonna what we're gonna do for this season. Yeah, none of us replied, replied to her email. Yeah. I, think, by the way, I know. I thought, I thought about thank it. You. But I was we'll, like, we'll no love. Something out. <laughs> I, well, I have an oil derrick necklace because um, I'm from Texas, and uh-huh. my, you know, my dad actually worked in the oil field. He was worked on the rigs. Wow. So I have an oil derrick necklace that I wore last week. I just didn't wear. Today. Classy. So yeah, you Nothing know, but classy. That's the way I roll. <laughs> <laughs> so this reconciliation, which is you know, we said this was a really emotional episode. Everybody's kind of you know coming together, and a lot of that from John Ross. You know, we see like as you were saying when he was talking about his dad, that you know he loves his dad, but you know he's just wanted to spend time with this man, and you know he's realizing that you know Jr. so wrapped up in his own vision of what's important to him that there's no room for anyone else and he gets you know kind of teary and a lot of daddy issues a lot of it a lot of it and then you know he and christopher get together and decide to go into business together yeah Yeah. that was a great scene with elena yeah with elena you know kind of putting their personal issues aside and doing what's best for the family Mm -hmm. because they're sitting around talking about how you know, the history has always been, you know, one on each side and mm-hmm. they want to change that. Right. And it's really for Bobby. Mm-hmm, they do it mm-hmm. for Bobby because the one thing he wants is peace. Yeah. Right. So he said, wait a minute, we don't have to do it the way they did it. Mm-mm. We can we can reinvent the wheel and do something else. Yes. Right. So. Which is so great to see. And I loved Bobber's reaction to that. He's like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, really? Yeah. And he said really? it twice. Yeah. Like, really? yeah. It's great. <laughs> that was a great scene. But also there was a reconciliation between Bobby and Jr. Yes. Right. Yes. Which was, you know, because John Ross goes to for, before that, Christopher tells John Ross, I will um will let you drill. I'll be okay with the drilling if you mm-hmm. get your dad to sign over the right. land back to mine. We'll do the sideways and, drill. Yeah, and I'll be okay with it. I'm not going to fight you. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Right. And we'll just go we'll just, we'll just <laughs> going through the... favorite thing is yeah. sideways drill. Yeah, it's going to make up a dance soon. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be trending on Twitter by the There'll end of the day. There'll be a little cocktail Hashtag sideways. Yeah. sideways drill. That's a good one. Like a sideways screwdriver or something. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Instead of vodka orange juice, it's orange juice vodka. There you go. <laughs> so, you know... It is. I know. I'm starting to sweat. What's going on? Um, so Jr. Jr. kind of has a moment after Sue Ellen comes in and slaps him, right? And you know, kind of tells him that she's you know tired of him ruining you know John Ross's life. That mm-hmm. you know she and Bobby are used to it. That's enough. But he's done ruining John Ross's life. Right. And, You've done enough already. And she tells him, you know, you have, you know, when you got depressed and you realized you had nothing. And then now, and he says, oh, well, I'm going to, I'm back. I'm going to be bigger than ever. And she tells him, and you're still going to have nothing. Right. Exactly. And I think that is finally was the light bulb going off in his head. Right. Where we see him with that deed and he actually signed it. Mm-hmm. The funny thing about yeah. JR and his character, like whenever he's like pushed in the corner or he feels uncomfortable, even when he was like first talking 
talking to Bobby and Bobby's, you know, aneurysm screaming. Mm-hmm. He like looks at him and like whenever he's uncomfortable, he like says a joke, which I'm yeah. sort of the same way. Like mm-hmm. he sort of says a joke or he like has like a smile or like, oh, I'll, I'll talk to you when your brain's better or something like yeah. that. So I love those scenes because like you can tell he's so afraid to show emotion that instead mm-hmm. he sort of just makes and says one of his, you know, signature lines. I love yeah. it when he says, well, if you die, I'll get it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you know Anne knows the dynamic between the two. She she wants to protect Bobby, and you know mm-hmm. when Jr. first gets there, as you had mentioned earlier, you know that you were like, "Get out of here! This is all your Let's fault." Let's hear the line. Let's hear Say the, line. the line. Get out! Get out! <laughs> and she chased him down the stairs. That's right. <laughs> Calling him a sociopath, <laughs> which was hysterical, and, and, and then deliver the last line. Oh, um, the heart line. He, and I said, um, if you can't come anywhere near Bobby's room, I'll shoot you. And since you have no heart, it'll have to be somewhere more vital. <laughs> I hear a third Emmy nomination. Yes. A third Emmy nomination. But what I love is the ad-libbed line as he's walking away. That woman's crazy. You know? <laughs> that wasn't in the script. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, he's, just, he's just awesome. What you were awesome. saying in the screening room, um, you had a line with JR that was... Not in the episode. Was that in that scene right there? Or no, there was actually a full scene. After he signs over the deed to the ranch to mm-hmm. Bobby, um, I go, he's having a, a whiskey or bourbon or whatever he is out on mm-hmm. the porch, and I walk out, and, and I'm standing there, and I'm watching him. And I said, you finally did right by Bobby. Oh. And there's there's a reconciliation between Anne and Jr. Oh. So there were three reconciliations oh, in, this, okay. in this episode. I don't know if it'll end up on the DVD or not. Mm-hmm. But that was such a beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. But I think we were over on time, and it was oh, such an mm-hmm. intricate scene and, and a little bit lengthy, so I think it got cut. There's so much content. I'm sure that happens a lot on this. Yeah. Because there's yeah. so many characters, and there's you know the old cast, the new cast, and the storylines are so... You know, convoluted. Like I'm sure that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, there's it. It is a lot to cover, and right. all of us have full storylines. It's not like any of us are just you know service right. characters. We're all deeply involved. in Even the just story. going back to the first episode, that was so much material. I remember we watched it and we had to cover it, and we were like. Where do we even start? Like, yeah. who's who oh, the, first, the first, the first oh, two, two episodes. episodes. It was yes, two episodes, and, it was a and lot. that was the right. Yeah. That was two hours and fifteen minutes. It was like yeah. a weird time, and we were just like, "This is a, like what? What top? Like, it was a lot." It just, yeah. It's because it's so Doesn't interconnected. That seem like so long ago it and really far does. away. Yeah. It does. Nine I weeks know. ago, right? Yeah, I can't believe it's almost done. It's crazy, right. but this show does have some of the best lines. I For mean, sure. even when Sue Ellen walks into you know Jr.'s room and he says, "You know, you're going to help me see Bobby because wife." Number three won't let me in, and she's packing heat. <laughs> I love that. She's blocking the door and packing. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, and you're you're pretty, you know, badass on the show. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I like yeah. being badass. Carrying we the gun, getting crazy. Love that. We and we've talked about this before, like how your character is such a strong woman, yet nurturing at the same time. And you're just not afraid when that intruder was in there. You don't even go get Bobby. You're by yourself with your gun. I will shoot you. Right. Love it. <laughs> what I love is when the sheriff goes. Uh, Mrs. Ewing, next time he comes, you know, just shoot him. And I'm like, oh, I will. <laughs> like, well, this is Texas. Like, I will? <laughs> I didn't bat an eye. Yeah, I, I actually was hoping that I could have shot that night, but we did that all in one take. Oh, really? I really? I, and I, I was thinking of the reason I didn't shoot. And I, I, I thought we were going to get reverse coverage because mm-hmm. there would have been a beat there that would have said why I didn't shoot. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but we didn't get that. So it's one of those things in retrospect that you go, I should have just shot in the air. I should have fired yeah. a warning shot or something because, you know. 
Just, just uh, to be crazy. Yeah. Just to show that you're not playing around. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not just shooting bottles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it. but it's it's just really great. So it's nice to see that, you know, the boys all come together. I mean, we'll see how long that lasts. It'll last. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll last this one. <laughs> right. It has to be crazy. Dallas tradition. It's a tenuous gonna, piece. I think it's going to rev it up for season two. I think mm-hmm. they'll be good. And then season two, I think a lot. Is gonna, I think that's what they're doing, especially this Ewing, Ewing energy. It's going to rev that up. You know I, I'm excited. Do you know what I loved about the original series actually was when they actually would come together for a common um, mm-hmm, issue, mm-hmm. like because they would be so like not speaking, and then something would happen with the family, and they would all like get revenge on someone. And I would like live for those moments. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, like, so right. maybe I mean maybe that because you don't want to battle one of them. Never mind the whole family against you, all standing there. No, with Anne like, with the shotgun in the front. I know, I know. Yeah, back up, baby. <laughs> it was like watching the scenes though tonight with uh, with Bobby and Jr. Like I teared up, and those scenes mm. to me seem like they were very real, and mm-hmm. how they really were with each other, and they've mm-hmm. known each other for over thirty years, if I'm correct. So doing scenes like that in. Wasn't Larry sick while yes. he was on set? So those going lines through? could have been reversed yeah, exactly. in real life. And we it actually was read really... that last uh, on Entertainment Weekly last week, and they said that it, was, that it may have been that scene. Yeah, but yeah, that, he, he was wearing earplugs because um, he didn't want to hear Jr. say those lines. Cause it was during when he had the, the aneurysm in the hospital. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he didn't want tears rolling down the side of his face while Jr. was talking to him while he was in the hospital. That's so touching. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I guess know, he's cancer-free now. He's, that's what we heard. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. Clean bill of health, and okay. he is amazing. He's yeah. so, so strong. Um, but I, I love their relationship, and I commented to you guys mm-hmm. during the screening that picture of them going fishing mm-hmm. was actually them going fishing during the original series. These these two men are best of friends, right? So it's nice that we have so much of the original kind of um, relationships to pull from. Mm-hmm. And you guys asked about the Miss Ellie and Jock picture mm-hmm. behind yes. the, um, the fireplace. That is actually new. But it was the painting. Taken, the painting, mm-hmm. but it was taken from other pictures from the original series. But right. it was it was made to look like it was an original. Mm-hmm. It's really quite emotional when we see it there. We hear yeah. on so many other shows that like you know the the cast whatever reason don't get along and there's like bickering and there's like egos and stuff like that. I'm not going to mention any previous shows you may have been on. But um, <laughs> Seinfeld, <laughs> Seinfeld, maybe? they got along great. No, but I mean it, it seems like these the three of them like the you know the Fab Three that was my previous name that they all like you know love each other and like really. Have have a great we deal, all respect. love each other. Yeah. The, the old crew and the new crew were mm-hmm. like thick as thieves. Seems like you guys all have so us. much fun together. We have a blast, <laughs> and it just looks like such great chemistry. I think everybody fits in so well. And you know, again, that's that was one of the things that a lot of the critics talked about, and we had talked about in the first time we reviewed the show was, you know, are these younger characters going to be able to live up to what Dallas was? Because when you know the original series was out, the characters were already set. A little bit older, mm-hmm. so these they, they're already you know younger and having to deal with all of these things, and I think that it's you know it's definitely they're holding their own, which yeah. is really great. Yeah, I think they are too. I yeah. think they're doing a great job. Although I miss um, Marta, crazy Marta. Well, <laughs> yes. wasn't she fabulous? She was amazing. Yeah. Leonora was amazing. She died too soon. I know. I, know. I loved that scene where she died. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, what happened? <laughs> she's well, no, just counting the money at the safe. I know. Yeah. But no one ever really dies on Dallas, so you never know. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think she might be dead. She might be dead. I, I think know. she might be dead. She didn't get that bitch, but. 
<laughs> too many. She lines. was great, though. She was. She was. We really, we really. Loved she was fantastic. Her. Well, um, what, and one thing that we would really ask of you guys, if you're fans of our show and of Dallas, is to please go to iTunes and download our podcast and let us know. Are you okay? Let us know. I'm so unfamiliar She's, with the microphone. She, she just got knocked like, unconscious I, by the mic. Worked with one for eight years. Brenda Strong, unconscious on the table at AfterBuzz. We need some more press. Yes, you can go to iTunes and you can comment on what you think about this whole thing. We don't always beat our guests when they come in. (laughs) I was going to say they beat themselves, but that sounds inappropriate. It is totally inappropriate. But yes, if you could, we appreciate all of the comments that you guys have left so far. And I was trying to pull up... um, a lot of the history comments are great because, you know, the Dallas fans are so invested in this show. So we do get a lot of comments kind of reminding us about the history of this right. show, which is so great. So they we have wanna, such a great memory. Yeah, like, they really, really do. The, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, there is a, a listener who talked to us on iTunes and told us all the background. And it was crazy on how... One of our predictions is probably true about Rebecca. Right. And then John Ross and Christopher really are cousins. They're mm-hmm. they're actually blood related, which I yeah. had forgotten about. Wait, I totally wait, what? forgot. They're about actually that. blood related. Wait, Christopher, Christopher and John mm-hmm. Ross, because of some other side stuff. Because I'm trying to pull it up. Sue but. Ellen's sister, mm-hmm. who shot Jr. Which uh, shot his birth mother. Yes. Yes. At first, they thought Jr. was the father, but it wasn't. And I can't remember Hutch. Is the f- I could be wrong. I mean, on they're that. delirious. Never mind. I mean, they're so. But, but they so are cousins. cousins. Yeah, yeah, they are cousins. For they sure. actually are mm-hmm. blood related. So I mean, so that's one of the great things. So continue, please. Go to iTunes and you know comment, leave your comments, and you know, let us know if there's things that we forget or things that you know you remember from the original series that we don't. So definitely, it helps us out. So we appreciate that. But it's just you know Rebecca. This whole thing. I knew Rebecca and Tommy were not brother and sister. I, I knew, know. It, I knew, it, I knew too it. innocent. <laughs> yes, she called that out from the beginning. Like, really. Like, like her no, brother. I'm like, there's like, no way. I always, really? I always thought there was something a little too creepy about those two. Because it's like when it's your really brother and sister, you don't necessarily say sis and bro all the time. Right. Like that kind of called it out for me. It's like, Interesting. I don't know. But now, and tonight we learned that the whole thing was her idea. Right. Yeah, Which, she was the mastermind, she was, but she had a change of heart. She, she did. actually did fall in love with Christopher, and she mm-hmm. does want to do right by him, and she is protecting him, as we saw. So, mm-hmm. so the loves, con fell in love with her, with her mark. Right. It's like falling in love with go. the prison guard if you're in jail, like that kind of thing. She always, and you fall in love with your captor. <laughs> exactly, fall in love with your captor. <laughs> so Christopher's her captor? Where Probably. are you going with this? Probably the captor. <laughs> No, but um, I love that she always, like, you know, she was staring at the zip drive forever. Now she was staring at the, um, the key, at the key card, card. And that was like a whole scene, oh, too. Well, battling with herself. Do I want to yeah. continue to be the bad guy or do mm-hmm. I really want to have this life? Well, and Anne was the one in that scene where she said, you have a choice here. It's not just it's not just Tommy. It's you. What are you doing? So mm-hmm. so she she said, no, you're accountable for your actions. She was saying, I think it was mm-hmm. last week or the week before, that she didn't really like how your character was talking to um, Rebecca yeah, so much. She was no. like, if my mom was talking to my ex <laughs> and like going out to lunch or coffee and having high tea, like there was issues with that. I could see that, too. But what's your take on that? Well, my take is that if you remember from the very first or second episode, Anne gives Rebecca the Ewing cookbook. Yes. yes. And she says, um, I was an outsider, too. Mm-hmm. So there is kind of a, an identification that Anne has with Rebecca from being an outsider. We don't know where 
she feels like that. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's not in the Ewing family, but it's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So, so it's very possible that she's doing a lot of projecting on Rebecca from her own past and right. her own not belonging mm-hmm. somewhere. Right. And and so right. there there is a lot of she's trying to make peace again because it, that's Bobby's number one need. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to make peace in the family because this separation between Christopher and Rebecca is really not right. making the family happy. So. She's trying to do the right thing. Another yeah. scene that we like live for too. <laughs> so are you yeah. throwing me under the bus? <laughs> Well, I was just saying, well, my whole thing about it was that I can understand, like, trying to bring them together. And we don't know Anne's past and, there's and all of that. And there's, 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 there's the babies. Always yes. the babies. But there's also the fact that this person was trying to steal from this family. And, you know, I just felt that it was, you know, That's too forgiving she had too to, fast. She had to establish trust again. We don't yeah. trust her anymore. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I just, you know, she, it was a little too nice too fast for me. But I, I, just but think, I get it. I think Anne sees something in her that mm-hmm. Anne saw in herself mm-hmm. when, when she was young like her. Because mm-hmm. Anne, Anne was obviously a bad girl, too. Something, There's something. Something's her going on with Anne. <laughs> I want to see that file. We also were saying that... <laughs> yes. That like you know, Bobby's like you know, I'm not going to read this and toss it into the fire. We all were like, we all said we would read everything <laughs> and then th- say the same thing, throw it in the fire, and be like, wait for you, like wait, why aren't you telling me yet? Because I know what's in there. <laughs> read it and pretend like wow, we didn't. Remind me not to tell you any secrets. <laughs> wow. Well, what about you? If you found something about your significant other, would you look into the thing or would you throw it into the fire and run out of the room and have a bardo? I wouldn't look. No. I wouldn't look. I would mm-hmm. want them to tell me. We'll get the me. real answer when we turn off the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think there's so much mistrust these days. <laughs> no, there is. And, you know, and I do appreciate the fact that Rebecca is trying to turn around. She does want to have this better life. She, you know, she because now she's going to be a mother. She's going to have to set an example right. for another, you know, for two living people. Mm-hmm. She has to, right. you know, nurture these lives. She's also a legit con, too, because the great scene was when she was in the safe deposit box mm-hmm. at the bank and there was money from all Bank. over the world, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. different um, passports, Passport, credit cards. I mean, mm-hmm. so like she is, you know, she obviously has a very, very big past. Well, yeah, we like where her parents, where, you know, what is that whole connection? What if she's connected to those Venezuelans somehow? You right. know, who knows? <laughs> right. But, <laughs> Maybe she's Marta's sister. <laughs> what if she is? <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, I love this. This is fabulous. <laughs> I'm going to come back next week. You should you come, come back yes. whenever you want. Yes. And for sure next season you have to come back to <laughs> I already have a prediction. On that, I one. know. Mm-hmm. I have a crazy prediction, but you know my predictions mm-hmm. are usually crazy. Well, I got the t- uh, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. S- mm-hmm. Well, let's take a break, <laughs> and then when we come back, we'll get into that, and then we'll talk about you and all the fabulous things that you're doing aside from this wonderful show. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. What a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. 
Gotta love that woolly bear. I, I love it every it, time I hear it. Me too. And it sort of matches the show. It does. Yeah, it exactly. does with a little twang. I like it. Oh, okay. I like it. And now I'm <laughs> Anne wasn't listening. <laughs> I had my headphones off. I was taking a breather. <laughs> okay, so this whole... The very last scene, our cliffhanger for tonight, somebody gets shot. Who right. do you think it was? Right. Who shot JR? Yeah. <laughs> go well, ahead. Well, here we go. She's about before... to get crazy. Well, <laughs> she's leaning back yeah. in the chair. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold no. on a minute. We need to talk about Tommy and who he was working with and working oh, that's for right. before we get into that, which I find very interesting. Right. Cliff Barnes' henchman. Yeah. What's his name? Frank. 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 But that's yeah. not his real name because right. JR yeah. went in and um, yeah, and Cliff found him in the slums of somewhere and like raised him as his own. But he's not <laughs> one of his. Story yeah. <laughs> yeah. He raised him as his own. Like. Raised him as his own, but he's not going to get anything right. at the end of the day. So I think he wa- not. I think he wants those methane rights. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what he wants, and he's working with Tommy, right. which causes earthquakes. Yes. Or tsunamis. Yeah. One of the, well, one and of he the knows same. about it because that Cliff too. already asked for it. So he he already knows about it. So right. he's trying to, you know, kind of underhandedly take something away from Cliff, too. Because Cliff had already said he wanted to invest in it. Christopher already said no. So he's already aware of all of this. Right. So he's trying to kind of do, you know, kind of pull it out from underneath them, too. Well, the Cliff Barnes thing, I think, is going to come out in the next Oh, episode. absolutely. It has to, right? Yeah. Like, what was going on in Vegas? I mean, something something has to come out. Yeah. Gambling. <laughs> That's my prediction. They, they, I know. They want to bring gambling. gambling to Texas. That gambling. is not what Texas He won means. South Fork on Blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> After all this. <laughs> That's funny. So, but... Uh, Tommy wasn't able to get the um, the plans, so Frank is like, "Lose my, you know, forget my name. I'm done with you. I no longer want to have anything to do with you." This sets Tommy off. He goes to Rebecca's apartment and definitely a lot of backhanding on this show. Well, and this goes into what we talked about about the possible miscarriage because she just got thrown around in that apartment. She was fighting for her life. He was at one point looked like he was trying to strangle her. He's Mm -hmm. just really, really upset. And as he's, you know beating her everything's coming out this was your idea i was fine living my life until you came in Mm -hmm. and enticed me with all this millions of dollars had me go live in china and do all of this stuff and you know there it's a full-on fight she's fighting for her life she goes she finds her purse she gets her gun and then they have the and then it's the classic struggle the gun goes off on the teddy bear and we see (laughs) the blood on the monkeys yeah on the twin monkeys oh it was a monkey yeah That's amazing. It was very emotional, but I didn't think about the monkeys until you guys said (laughs) On the twin monkeys. Exactly. Now that's even sadder. I know. It's like. Or more sad, right? Yeah, more sad. (laughs) Okay. So now we have to, you know, now we're left with who got shot. And is somebody actually dead or are they just wounded? Like what, you know, what happened? Because there was a lot of blood splatter. Well, it looked like in the previews, there was a body being rolled up in plastic. Mm -hmm. But they were rolling it kind of weird, like a. Well, how often roll? do you yeah. roll bodies? I mean, really, is there a better way to roll them well, than others? Actually, I just, I just shot a pilot at a funeral home in Dallas. I swear. I'll email you the link. It's okay. really, really funny. So I guess you do know. Yeah. I so know. now you need to know how to roll bodies. I really do. We I all are experts of little things here you would oh, never, so you know. never know. never yeah. know. 
What so, I love about what you just described uh-huh. was was the score. You know, Michael Robin, our executive producer, who also did the pilot, mm-hmm. shot this episode. And when the man comes to town, mm-hmm. yes. was the underscore for this, and it was so perfect. Right. Well, we talk about that all the time. How the music on the show is so fantastic because it's not, you know, it's not in any way kind of cheesy or you Intrusive. know, it, no, right. it just so it fits so well with everything going on in every scene. It, I think we bring it up on every right, show. Right. How it's great the music master is. at that. It's one of the few shows where like the music almost is a character. Like mm-hmm. it really like mm-hmm. makes you feel better. At the the underscore of the, the song you were saying was we haven't really heard that much on through the season. I thought it was so it was hysterical. It was like the perfect song. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. So we see this, you know, even we already know that this guy is crazy, but then you know he takes it to the next level, and you know Rebecca can hold her own. You know she was fighting him off pretty well, and you know so she, she knows what's going on. She knows what she's, she's well trained. She, she is. So you know we'll see what happens we'll see. with that. But I don't know. I love this show. I'm I, I I'm sad that it's only one more episode and. I don't know. I know. Oh, well. More. We'll have to get the DVD more. and watch all the behind the scenes. I know. Yeah. We, could do, yeah. we could do a DVD recap. Yes, we'll do a special, a whole special recap of <laughs> exactly. the whole season. And you'll have to come back and hang out. I'd love to. And I we'll can't wait the... to see the DVDs. Oh, yes. Yeah. All the extra scenes that we didn't get to see will be in there, too. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So is there anything fun you can tell us about, like, being on set? Any kind of antics? Any Anything else that we might have missed? Or um, anything we should be looking out for? Any teasers? Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> First. A loaded all question. Of it, all a loaded of it. question. Let's start with Loaded, a. loaded. Back to guns. No, I, I, you know, I, what was so funny was watching this episode, I was looking at our bedroom, because mm-hmm. that's where Bobby's spending a lot of time, and I see the stars, you know, kind of that. Which, we've talked about the stars. <laughs> really? Okay. We have. Yes. We make fun of the stars. <laughs> okay, but what you don't know is... Um, Access Hollywood had come to interview us on set, and we have a fabulous set design. And our bedroom's kind of off the main kitchen, and and I hadn't seen it. And they said, oh, give us a tour of, you know, Bobby and Ann's bedroom. So I was like, okay, I've never seen it before, but sure, I'll take you on a tour. So I walk in, and I'm taking it all, and I see the stars over the bed, and I was like, oh, great, you know, Texas stars, Mm -hmm. it all makes sense, and branding irons. And all of a sudden, I noticed there's a saddle and a whip at the bottom of our bed. Oh, really? <clears throat> and I'm like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Wonder who's riding who. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I and every time we would move it out to shoot a scene, somehow it would magically come back in. It was like, wow. Anne's, Anne's a freak. <laughs> I'm just saying there, there might be some, you know. Maybe there was some sort of sex slave thing with Harris. So that's sort of like, you know, where that came from. There's a riding crop and, you know, <laughs> nice. and a saddle in our bedroom. And Another thing, you know. Something just look, you didn't know before. Yeah. Another thing looking at your, you know, amazing resume. Um, for sci-fi fans, you were in the young Indiana Jones Chronicles, Starship Troopers 1 and 2, and Star Trek The Next Generation. Like, yeah. you were like Little Miss Sci-Fi. And there's two other characters on Dallas that were in Star Trek alum. Oh, interesting. You know, I was a huge Star Trek fan Mm -hmm. growing up, um, and I actually have the scars to prove it. Uh, When I was six, I fell off my driveway, and I got 26 stitches on my right inner uh, knee. And I actually did an episode of Boston Legal, and so I got to show um, William Shatner. And I was playing kind of a sexy judge, so I said, I have something to show you. So I started to lift up my robe, and he was like, oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, 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 it's not what you think. 
I got wounded because of you because I was uh-huh. I was pretending to be Captain Kirk. That's uh-huh. so funny. Wow. The, you know the the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> I love. Yeah. Oh, so I, I am a Trekkie. No. I, I'm a geek. Me too. I'm really? a geek too. Oh. Total geek. Okay. I love it. I, I I just recently did Star Tours. They've revamped it. It's fabulous. Oh, but, you just went on the ride. Yeah, yeah. I went yeah. on that too at um, Disneyland. Yeah, and they have yeah. like fifty-four 50, different yeah. versions. Or yeah, it's something. like every time you go on, it's a different ride. I oh, love it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going there in you know, two weeks. No, they're building a Star Trek theme park in Europe. No. The end. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna. Have, I'm sorry. I know. Okay, no. so shield down. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Okay. What? No, but you've been on like a lot of fabulous shows, like yeah. a lot of great shows. Is there anything else that you're doing on your downtime? I know you guys are about to start shooting, but we're about to start shooting, and I'm. Uh, we're going to Europe to do the the European press tour mm-hmm. in in London. And I just finished a play. I just mm-hmm. did a really wonderful play at the Odyssey uh, called uh, Grace Notes and Anvils, um, and it's about grief. You know, because we don't talk about grief in in this culture. So mm-hmm. it was an entertaining, fun, poignant evening, mm-hmm. um, and that was fun. And uh, yeah, I'm just gearing up to get back to Dallas. Um, so it's happening so fast. And now with the Emmys coming, I'm like, wait. <laughs> Yeah. Like, What's going on? So I was literally packing boxes today. Um, How long do you have to move to Dallas for? Um, we're going to be there eight months out of the year. Oh, wow. wow. So, a long shoot. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's a relocation for yeah. sure. Did you feel yeah. any sort of pressure, like, you know, because Bobby's had some significant women in his life, and, like, obviously the fans love Pam for a long mm-hmm. time. Like, coming into this role, like, did you have any sort of, like, I better Trepidation. bring it. I better bring it because you know bring these fans are so loyal. Oh yeah, no, I was I was very aware that the fans are fiercely loyal, especially to the the Pam Bobby storyline because they're the Romeo and Juliet of their right. time. Mm-hmm. They are the couple that everyone wanted to be, mm-hmm. and you know, star-crossed lovers and the whole thing. But I think what I realized is I'm not that. You know, our relationship is a mature, loving, adult, contemporary relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's very different. It holds a different weight right. in the Ewing family. We are now the matriarch and patriarch. So as much as I knew I had big shoes to step into, I wasn't coming in as the ingenue. Right. You right. Know, we're a mature and, – and we've been married for seven years. So it's not like, okay, the first episode is going to be us on our honeymoon. Right. Yeah. No, these people know and They're love each other. They're established. She's part of the family. There's no question about it. It, she runs the show. Mm-hmm. You know? You're not going to be showing up in an SL Mercedes with your top down screaming like Pam. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> um, although I may end up in the pool at some point. I don't know. Um, <laughs> not a bad gig. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I have an evening count on. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Or was that, that the other D show? That's the, yeah. That is oh, the yeah. other D show. Oh, yeah. That happened a lot. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think it happened it in happened like, in every sure, like, major though. show yeah. of that time. You had to be in the pool in an evening gown. Charlene Tilton was always in that pool posing with her you know, bikini. <laughs> so, yes, I, I did have some pressure going in, but I also knew that, you know, my my role was going to be different. And, right. and, mm-hmm. um, and luckily, Patrick and I just hit it off right from the get-go and um, immediately started working together and feeling like, oh, he, we feel like an old pair of slippers. <laughs> and, and literally, it just felt like we had been married well, for, for years. So well, it comes naturally then. Yeah, yeah, we're lucky. We're lucky. Well, that's great. I love it. Well, let's do a little bit of news and gossip, and then we'll get into our predictions. Perfect. What do you got? What do you got? After Buzz TV News. <laughs> a lot of stuff is going on. I can see. <laughs> oh, we're still on. Oh. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm noticing how the women do their hair so that they look pretty. I, I, yeah, I'm new at this. 
So I went, oh, wait, I've got to put my hat You look fabulous. You look fabulous. Yes, fabulous all the time. Well, according to Star Pulse, which is, you know, a reputable source, that um, Linda Gray is urging fans to contact the show's producer so that she can be in every episode because she's not a happy camper that she's not in every single episode, which, I, that's right, the producers. She put her in every episode. <laughs> Give her what she wants. But who else wanted a writing campaign? Charlene Tilson. Oh, yeah, she that? wants yes. Uh, yeah. I'm just t- so tired. I have to keep writing all these letters. So. I know. Linda Gray, work it out. Um, then Jordana Brewster, uh, she said that she would never live in Dallas for real, although she loves the city of Dallas, but she feels that the people there always dress up, and she's more of like a jeans, casual kind of girl, <laughs> you know, running around screaming. And then on the talk, was it today? Oh, yeah, I saw Patrick Duffy on, the, on the talk, talk. Your today. Husband. Yes, Your husband. he was on the talk today, and I thought it was really funny because he um, they put him up against one of the other hosts on Who Knows Dallas Better. Uh-huh. She was like an, an avid fan of the original series and really hardcore and I thought it was really funny he only got one question right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been talking about Desperate Housewives for eight years. Uh-huh. I know nothing about the, the, you know, the, the trivia on the show. I played the game and I was I was uh, Terrible. awful. Yeah, but I yeah. thought it was so funny and his answer was, well, wait, was I in that scene? If I'm not in it, I don't know anything right, about it. Know it exactly. You know, just really, really exactly. funny. But I thought that was just really cute that's that right. he only got one answer right. And that's the news, people. <laughs> so predictions. What do we think is going to happen? Now, you're after Buzz TV. And the lights go. Yes, the lights go. I love that. <laughs> you are now in the Twilight Zone. Yes. yes. Welcome to the predictions of Dallas. <gasps> so, what is your big prediction, Dorinda? What do you think is going to happen? Because you lean back, so you must have yes. a big one. So, lay it on us. Oh, I believe uh, Rebecca is a Barnes. Uh, I really do. I believe she's a Barnes. Um, and that's just, you know, once again. I'm, I'm looking at Anne for any sort of. Yeah. yeah I'm sure. going, well, she was in the barn when she did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So she's close. Yeah. I think a- her and Cliff Barnes are related, <laughs> so, related somehow. I don't know how. It's only because, and once again, I want to say thank you to the iTunes uh, reviewer. Mm-hmm. He made, I was like, that makes sense. Because, you know, when her nose was bleeding and everything like that. That was because she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah but pregnant, wait, but it goes back to... What would the nosebleed have to do with Barnes? Well, there's, there's some kind noses? of disease that the Barnes family have. Really? Yes. Yes, there's a disease. I don't know what the name it's of the disease is. called greed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> yes. And they don't have a lot of money, they bleed. <laughs> well, now we're rhyming. Because <laughs> they need. Because okay. it's so damn hot in here. <laughs> Delirium. Exactly. No, but I do. I think no, that's she's going to be. Yeah, I think she's going to be related to Cuff Barnes somehow. Yeah. Maybe a daughter or a, not, can't be a niece, but, but somehow related. Interesting. But her parents died. Yeah, I think. But that, wouldn't that make her related to, to Christopher, Christopher? Though, yeah, so that would be weird. So that would be kind of well, uh-uh. not really, because she wouldn't. No, not really, because Christopher's adopted. Yeah, Pamela. Is, Pamela didn't have, have Christopher. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, but Christopher. I thought like there I was thought something. there was something when somebody mentioned something that that um, Cliff was actually uh, Christopher's uncle. Maybe just or something, or maybe but that's, it was just but that. that's because Pam adopted him. And okay, Pam was his. Okay, his but I thought that was. Oh, maybe sister. I'm just thinking Thank that you. because the whole blood related thing with um, with John Ross that they're actually blood related. There's so much going on in the well, you know family. my you know you know I'm known for my weird predictions. So <laughs> I read, which I didn't really know this, that um, you can have twins and they can be two different fathers. What? Because <laughs> like the egg splits if you have sex with another guy right afterwards, which you know she I seems have a little hoish. Yeah. What? What if Tommy's one of the fathers? And Christopher's the other father. 
That would be. But would they, they already did the paternity well? test, though. No, but I swear, they, those paternity tests can be wrong. Hmm. Ask my mother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Spoiler. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. That's, that's definitely. Hmm. You know me. I'm always twisted. <laughs> I don't know. We can't ask you for predictions. Or no. we can because you can just spill. No. <laughs> you guys aren't paying me enough. Yeah. I'm sorry. She likes her job. I have yeah. water. They give me water. That's it. You got water? We're drinking vodka over here. Did you not get the right cup? Okay, I'm definitely not coming back unless I have something stronger. Yes, we'll take care of that next time. What's your prediction? So... I, th- I I still think that there's going to be some sort of miscarriage and she's going to try to get herself repregnant really quickly or something like that to keep this repregnant <laughs> like to try to like it's not a technical term it's my made up term but you know I don't know Who's I just shot? I don't think a shot real quick I think Tommy's done I think Tommy's dead. shot I think Tommy's if not dead what he's if the like on maybe you know I don't know you never well, know. she got shot to the baby I, I I think there's going to be something where she loses the babies maybe, I just kind maybe of Tommy shot that. and his baby's dead. <laughs> Baby's alive. Maybe it's the monkey. That's true. <laughs> it's the monkey. It just shot the monkey. It didn't even hit a real a person. Isn't that a song? Yeah. I shot the monkey. Hey, we're the monkeys. <laughs> I think you're, you're making up songs now. I make up words. You make up songs. I shot the sheriff. Yeah, I shot the sheriff. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight. It's been uh, we've had a great time. Thank you, Brenda, for coming so by. Much so so much fun you know make sure to check us out on twitter at AfterBuzz TV, and you can follow me at kelly with an ie 079 and brenda underscore strong and you have website too for your yoga stuff www dot www dot yoga the number four fertility dot com Fertility. Fertility. There, oh, yeah. that's right. I forgot. And I'm, uh, you can find me at Twitter at Ryan A. Carrillo. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at Twitter at Lula Cherry Films. Lula. That's, you, you love saying that. Lula. <laughs> so thanks again. And make sure, you know, to download us on iTunes, rate and comment. Let us know what you thought about the show. Join in the conversation. And thanks again. And we will see you for the finale. Hallelujah. Bing.com. Executive <laughs> producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 